This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. You've seen the soldiers, you've seen the weapons. Now let's focus on the leaders commanding them, Vladimir Putin and Volodymyr Zelensky. They're like chalk and cheese. One was a spy during the Cold War, the other was a comedian on television. Today, both men are wartime leaders, two very different wartime leaders. Zelensky is operating from a bunker. He looks visibly tired, his eyes are swollen, his face is unshaven, and he's surrounded by his war cabinet. Even his attire has changed. On day one of the invasion, Zelensky turned up in a full suit. Now he's wearing a green T-shirt. Compare that to Vladimir Putin. He's operating from one of the most secure buildings in the world, the Kremlin. His war cabinet sits at the other end of hilariously long tables. Chances are he's also stressed, but Putin knows better than to show it. Both men operate very differently. This week, we saw Zelensky making videos on the streets of Kiev. He was rallying his people from the ground. You won't see Putin do that. He's confident of his army's discipline. He makes carefully choreographed appearances on state television. Thursday was the perfect example of both styles. Zelensky and Putin both addressed press conferences. Let's begin with the Russian president. His talking points were mostly predictable. So was his style. Putin basically said, everything is going to plan. I will never give up my conviction that Russians and Ukrainians are one people. Even though some people in Ukraine have been intimidated, many have been duped by Nazi and nationalist propaganda, but some have deliberately gone the way of banderites and other Nazi henchmen. Dear comrades, I want to say that the special military operation is proceeding strictly in line with the timetable. According to plan, all the tasks that have been set are being successfully resolved. Zelensky's presser was more emotional. The president was a roller coaster of sentiments. He was passionate, he was resolute. At the same time, you could sense the helplessness in his voice. This was a leader stuck between two massive forces, a Russia that refuses to back down and a NATO that refuses to dirty its hands. What do you want from us? Go away from our land. You don't want to leave now? Sit down with me at the negotiation table. I'm available. Sit with me, but not at 30 meters, like you welcome Macron and Scholz and others. I'm your neighbor. You don't need to keep me at 30 meter distance. I don't bite. I'm a normal man. Sit down with me. Let's talk. What are you afraid of? Sentiments aside, what's the story here? In one word, propaganda. Many expected Russia to win the narrative war, but they did not. All over social media, Ukraine is dominating news. Their president is the hero, their people are pillars of resilience, and their cities are fortresses. How did that happen? Because Russia's propaganda machine is from the 20th century. It is based on state media outlets. And you cannot build narratives with state media. Just think about it. The Russian Defense Ministry is pushing videos through RT and Sputnik. Meanwhile, Zelensky is vlogging from Kiev. Which one would you watch? Exactly. Plus, Ukraine's government does not have to stage manage their media because most journalists are already calling Russia out. Not the case in Moscow, though. Putin is muzzling independent voices in his country, leading to incidents like this one. I want to say that today we had a staff meeting. 
Someone was in the office, someone in Zoom, and we were making a decision what to do next. And it was the hardest decision of our lives. We have decided to temporarily halt the work of the TV channel. I want to say that the word temporarily is important here. We need some time and some strength to breathe and understand how to carry on working. That was one of Russia's last independent channels. First, their website was blocked. Now they have shut down broadcasts. The fact is Putin is having a hard time controlling the narrative. So what is his plan? A last roll of the dice. Russian state media is switching to all-out offensive. They claim Zelensky has fled Ukraine. Their parliament has introduced a new law. Jail time for fake news. Now we agree that fake news is bad. But what constitutes fake news? That the Russian government will decide. Sort of like a tit for tat. The West banned Russia today in Sputnik. Now Russia has blocked websites of the BBC and Voice of America. Also Putin is using foreign nationals to build his propaganda. Specifically Indian nationals stuck in Ukraine. Listen to what he said on Thursday. And they are taking hostage foreign citizens, including 1,000 of students, those who studied and went to college in Ukraine for more than one day at the train station in Kharkiv. 3,179 Indian citizens were held prisoner there. And they are still there. Most of them are still there, including 576 people in Sumy. Putin says 3,000 Indian students were held back at railway stations. Basically, they were held hostage. Is he speaking the truth? The government of India says it has received no such report. New Delhi also lauded Ukraine for their help. But Putin is not giving up. He has returned with more claims. Russia now says it is readying 130 buses to evacuate Indians from Kharkiv and Sumy. Again, we cannot verify this claim. For starters, Russia does not control Kharkiv. It does not know where these Indian students are. So these claims must be taken with a pinch of salt. And not just the Russian claims, even Ukrainian ones. Zelensky says 5,000 Russian soldiers have been killed so far. I'll give you some context. America lost 4,400 troops in Iraq. And that included the invasion and the occupation. We are also hearing reports of assassination attempts on Zelensky. Ukraine says they foiled three attempts this week. Three assassination attempts in seven days. How did they manage that? Ukraine says they were tipped off by anti-war elements in the Russian spy agency. Again, these claims are too good to be true. The fact is, every war has one truth. You can see that truth when the war breaks out. And after that, the truth disappears. All you see is propaganda. In this war, that truth is clear. Vladimir Putin unleashed this tragedy.